Hey guys, today we're talking about ceremony decor. I'll be chatting with Terika Skaggs, the owner of Cocktails and Details and the White Lounge. Terika is an award-winning wedding planner and educator with more than 15 years of experience. So I can't wait to hear all of Terika's advice about ceremony decor. Hey Terika, well, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've been the hugest fan forever. So I, I, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I know. I'm especially excited to have you on the show because you were one of our very first wedding planner clients back in the day when Rent My Wedding was getting started. So I've been so excited to have you on. No, it, it, I have loved you guys forever. I've used you for personal events and professional events. So I just, I think it's brilliant. And the resources that you give couples are amazing. So I am so honored to be here with you. Oh, thank you. And I've seen the pictures from all of your events and everything is so gorgeous. So I know everyone's going to love the tips you have for us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So with that being said, we're talking ceremony decor, you know, where should couples start when it comes to brainstorming ideas? Well, when you start brainstorming your ceremony, you really have to think about it. Even though it seems like it's the shortest part of the day, it's actually what everyone is there for. So as you begin to brainstorm, think about, well, what I ask my clients to think about is how do you want to feel? Not how you want it to look, but actually how you want it to feel. Because then based on how you want to feel, we can create a look and design a look around that. So I would say start there. Think about how you want to feel during the ceremony. Think about how you want to feel with your guests. Do you want to be connected to your guests? Do you want them close by? That will affect the layout. Do you want to have it in a certain location that is very, I guess you could say, indicative of your love story. Think about pieces of your love story that can be incorporated into your ceremony as well, whether it is part of the architecture of the venue, down to little things that you can do from readings to solos to different types of ceremonies that you can do. My favorite is the hand ceremony. I absolutely love the hand ceremony. I tear up every single time during the hand ceremony. So Okay, wait, there, what's the hand ceremony? Oh, the hand, oh my gosh, okay. So, uh, there's so many great traditions, and we, ha down here in the South, I am in coastal Georgia, so mm -hmm. we do a lot of our wedding ceremonies outside. And we can't always use a unity candle, you know, that's way back in the day, but we don't really do a unity can candle. People are over the sand ceremony. So we started to look for really meaningful ways to do some type of unification ceremony. So we started using hand ceremonies. And it's where the couple will place their hands in each other's hands and the officiant will either read words written by the partners or they will read the standard wording, which it's like, Marie, these are the hands that will dry your tears these are the hands that will help you every day as you work and strive to be a better person. The, these are the hands that will rub your back when you get it wrong and you want to give up. These are the hands that will be holding yours as you bring new life into this world. And these are the hands that will be holding yours still as they go, grow aged and gray through time, but the love remains the same. Something like that. And there's different elements that you can incorporate in it. There's not a dry eye in the house when right. this happens because it always happens after the vows, after the ring exchange, typically right before the pronouncement. And you think you've got all the great stuff out of the way, but it's such a great moment for the couple to center themselves, just look at each other, focus on that one moment 
listen to the words, absorb all of the love between the two of them, the love that they're surrounded by, and just really be in the moment. It's it's amazing. So wow. if you're looking for really great ways to personalize your ceremony and to build your, look into things like that. Look into call and responses if you want to integrate your guests into um, your ceremony as well, where the efficient will say something or you'll have another speaker say something and then everyone has to respond back. So they will come up as a community to support you vocally with whatever it is that you want them to say. Those are some of my favorite things. And just to be more intentional for you and your guests, this past year has been, it's been a year for everybody with everyone being physically distant, with people getting ill, with people having so many trials and tribulations. We're seeing so many people want to integrate their guests more to now that we have a chance to celebrate and we have something to celebrate, we're being very intentional about how we celebrate and how we bring everyone together. So as opposed to being on the show or being part of the show, everybody is part of the experience. And that's so important, especially right now. Definitely. And, you know, I love your very first point too, where you said, start thinking about how you want to feel at the ceremony, because I think so many couples, they get stuck thinking, you know, what are my colors going to be and all of that. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, it matters more what you want the experience to be like, and that's going to drive the colors you choose and the decor that you select and everything else. So I think that's such a huge point that most people don't even realize. They don't, they don't, until they're there until they're mm-hmm. there. And, and some people will even say, well, I didn't even remember or notice it, but you may not recall it because of course you're super excited and you're focused on that one thing, but it adds to creating that environment for you to feel those things. So I agree with you. It's something that they don't think about, but it, it's definitely key to the design for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, when it comes to, let's say five of your favorite decor elements for ceremonies, uh, let's break it down and kind of go through each one. So what's your first um, tip or your favorite type of decor? Okay. So I actually, I love structures for ceremonies. So whether it is a, a regular chuppah, if it is an arch and if it's a circular arch, whatever it is, I I love structures. So, and I love adorning structures as well. What a lot of people don't think about when they think about the structures is that they always think that they have to frame the couple, which they do, but they think that they have to frame them overhead. That is not always the case. They can frame you, if you can envision this, it's like a horseshoe around your feet. So the decor would actually come from the floor up with you. So there are just so many great things that you can do to create that focal point, especially this is where some of the most amazing pictures are going to happen, right? Because this is, this is a show. This is what we're here for. So definitely create that focal point and see if you can use something that's in your venue. If you don't want to bring in an arch, maybe you can, you know, use a doorway. We do a lot of weddings at villas here and some of the ceremonies will take place in the front of the villa and we'll use the villa itself as a backdrop. So we will use part of the architecture, whether it's a balcony, if it's a door or whatever, to to give us some sort of framing there. So I absolutely love structures. The more unique, the better. Everything from the hexagon to the circle to the ones on the floor to the ones that are circles and, you know, you stand underneath. I am just so here for them. So the more structures, the better for me. And (laughs) I get so excited about this. Um, And I know we'll talk about this later, but you know what, I will save it. You can use it somewhere else. So that's what I really want people to understand. But I'm pretty sure we'll talk about that 
<laughs> yes, no, I totally agree. I love structures too. And the cool thing is that a lot of times people think of it as an outdoor wedding kind of thing. You know, you have yeah. that beach ceremony with something there, but you can use structures indoors as well. So if you're just renting a ballroom or a hall, something like that, it's a really nice way to transition that room for the ceremony by having that structure, whether it's, you know, a canopy, a hoopa, whatever it is. Um, I love doing that indoors as well as outdoors. Right. And, and like you said, when you use them indoors, then that gives you options that you necessarily couldn't use outdoors, right? So if we've got them indoors, now the whole world of drapes become a thing. And it's like, do you want the sheer panels? Do you want the heavy silk panels? Do you want the, the satin panels? There's so many different things that you can incorporate that you really couldn't do outside because they turn into sales, quite honestly. So for those of you who are like, oh my God, yes, I got to have this and it's got to be outside. Honey, no, you will turn that into something from Pirates of the Caribbean. That thing will be so gone. It will not have the same look as it did with no wind. So that's definitely something that you want to be cognizant of too. <laughs> so true. So, all right. What is your second favorite type of decor? All right. So we talked about structures, right? So we talked about, let's talk about what to put on them. Okay. A lot of people, they think, oh, let's just go across the top. I just want a little something here and there. No, let's get really bold with it. Let's get unique with it. Let's get organic with it. So I actually love asymmetrical designs on structures because it's not what everyone expects. Whether it is a nice heavy garland, whether it is a nice caged arrangement, I love it when it's it's just off and it looks custom and it looks organic. So rather than have that one little piece that grows, grows across the top of your structure, look into incorporating some asymmetrical designs that again, will offer some depth to the frame that you're creating. Definitely. I love that. Just making it custom so it doesn't have to look like the cookie cutter thing that everybody else has. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then it gives you more movement with shape and it, it just, it looks amazing. It does. Definitely. Now, follow up to that. What do you think about colors? What are you doing as far as colors when it comes to these structures? Okay. So a lot of the times when we design, we do not just the color palette. We do a color palette. We do a floral palette, but we also do a texture palette. I find that bringing in our texture can happen a lot with our structures. So if I have a couple that says, yes, I absolutely love dark cherry wood. Well, I know I can bring that in with my tables. I can bring that in with my chairs, but I can also bring that in with my structure as well. That is where people are going to get a first taste of the experience itself, right? Because they have to go to the ceremony before they can go to the cocktail hour or the reception. So bring in the heavy elements. You want those three elements, colors, florals and textures. So everything from gold to copper to bronze to acrylic, there are acrylic structures that are amazing as well to wood. So this is a great place for you to bring in your structures and your, I'm sorry, your textures into your structures. And then you can bring your color palette in. Okay. You want a base color, you want a complementary color, and you want an accent color. So you want at least three. A majority of the time, your base color is going to be something nice, like something white, champagne, or blush. And then your complementing color and your accent colors are going to either be super bold or super soft to complement and play off of each other in the base. So it all depends on what I am used if I, I like to mix up the blushes and the ivories with um, both my gold and my wood structures, I love to do 
super bold cut. I'm sorry, did I say bold structure textures? Wood? Anyway, I like to do, do those with my wood structures because they look so nice. It softens that color of the, the actual wood in the structure. Um, I also love to do bold colors on wood structures as well. Jewel tones look absolutely amazing on gold colored um, textured structures as well. So there are so many things that can lend themselves together if you just don't focus on color. Remember, you got to focus on color and texture too. Wow. Okay. That is such a good tip. There's a lot that goes into this. It's amazing. It so I love that I'm picking your brain about all of this. <laughs> so, okay. I kind of got you derailed there. I think we're on number three. What's your third favorite type of decor? Okay, so it's texture. I love texture and texture can be anything. It can be the metal, it can be the grain of wood, it can be the ruffles in a flower, it can be the texture of your linens. You have everything, you have your base linen, what everybody uses, which is your poly. But sometimes when I have couples say, I just want something simple, black and white, maybe, you know, we'll a hint of greenery or champagne or whatever it is texture is what's really going to bring that color out especially in your linens so you can upgrade your linens everything from sequins to pentux to heavy silks to patterns but the texture is what's really going to make it look different it's going to make it feel different and that is so key for everything so think about incorporating all of these things into like your timeline, bring it, I'm sorry, not your timeline, your uh, programs. If you're going to do your programs, think about bringing in the texture in the paper for your ceremony programs. Think about the texture of your chairs. Think about the texture in the florals that are going to be not only on the structure, but perhaps on your pew markers or even the pew entry points. Think about the texture in your signage as well. We want to tell the same consistent story, but just give your guests a little bit of a taste of what is to come at the reception and the cocktail hour. So don't skimp on the ceremony because this is the first glimpse of everything. Definitely, I love that. And yeah, I think that's important to note too that it really ties in. It's an entire day. It should be think of you should think of it as one event from start to finish, not, you know. First is a ceremony, it's its own thing, and then later is a reception, and that's a different event. I love that you're tying everything together and making it flow and feel connected. Well, there's a reason, and that gets me to number four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <I like> so <it. laughs> no, the reason why it all has to tie together is because you should be able to reuse some of these things. Honey, listen, if I can reuse it, I'm dragging it out of there and I'm putting it somewhere else. So think about it. When you have your, uh, your structure and you have your arrangements on your structure, we build and we design in a way so that we can cut those off and go make them centerpieces at tables during cocktail hour. If you are using, I guess you could say auxiliary structures like columns, either at the front of the ceremony, at each aisle, or perhaps at the entry of the aisle, you can remove all of those arrangements and make them centerpieces as well. So I am huge with um, reusable decor. In those instances where we've used a ton of columns in the ceremony space, we will then flip them at the reception and use them to frame the band or to use them to frame the bar. So there are just so many things. And then it really opens up your mind and your budget to the possibility of things that you can do. A, a centerpiece doesn't look like it costs so much when you're using it twice. So it kind of makes sense to, to pay for the big arrangement when you're going to have it at your ceremony 
and your reception. So if you have your cocktail hour in a separate place, when it is flipped, your guests really won't know. They won't see all of the movement. And honey, that's what you want. You don't want your guests to see how the sausage is made. So yes, don't do any type of flipping with your guests around because we want to maintain the experience for everyone. We want to maintain the illusion. But your guests will think, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They had these big arrangements at the ceremony and then now they're at the reception and they don't know that they're the same thing. So that is what I absolutely love. And that's why I feel like it is so very important to tell a consistent story from the ceremony to the cocktail hour to the reception because reusable decor. <laughs> yes, and I love budget tips. So that one hits home for me, especially. I just love reusing things. And anytime you can take it from the ceremony to the reception, you're going to save so much money. And mm -hmm. it looks beautiful, too. I know we have clients that will, they'll rent a canopy for the ceremony and they'll actually use it in the reception venue either over the cake table just to kind of make it stand out or even that's exactly what i was table. going to tell you so yes you beat me <laughs> to it yes if you have them where it can either hang if you want to hang your cake you can do that if you can use it over your cake frame your um your sweetheart table if you'd like as well that's definitely something that you can do so all of your structures, all of your decor can be reusable. A lot of people, you know, Marie, I notice, and I'm so glad that we're talking about this, but I notice that they design the reception first and then they do the ceremony later. And I think that that's working backwards. You know what I mean? Start at the ceremony and then, you know, because that's the entry point. That is everything. That's going to be the whole experience. So when you design with everything in mind, not just the reception, even though that is where everybody's going to spend a majority of their time, your mind opens up a lot more as far as design and budget. Yeah, that's so true. Such a good point. Awesome. All right. Well, what is your last um, either tip or favorite type of decor for ceremonies? I really love unique seating configurations and unique aisles. So everything from a spiral seating configuration where I love this and it works out best if you have a certain number of people, but when it's in a spiral, the, the couple, they get to walk around every single guest. So it makes it feel very connected. It's very intimate. It goes right back to what we were talking about before. But as opposed to just walking straight up the aisle and the people all the way on the end, they have to kind of like look over to try to see you. With mm -hmm. a spiral configuration, you get to walk past almost every single guest as you come in. So I absolutely love, love, love that. I love the, um, we've even done bistro, cafe, speakeasy. Um, seating situations, but this was a very odd one, but we had tables there. So it was also like, almost like a, a little lounge that everybody got to see as well. So it was very intimate and it was very COVID friendly. That was why we had done, we had done it, but um, it made it super easy for everybody to sit in a small group but still feel connected and have a different type of experience. So everything from opera style um, seating configurations to little intimate tables to the spirals, I am all for it. I am all for it. And then it's, it's something unique that your, your guests haven't seen before. And that is it. I am all about the wow factor. I'm all about creating the experience and all of it. And it starts at the ceremony. And I think that that is a great way to kind of like say, this isn't your typical wedding, which is what everybody wants, right? Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love it when you get creative and couples are willing to kind of do something different and it just looks so amazing. Your guests are not going to forget that. And it mm -hmm. adds to that overall experience. And again, going back to just 
how are people going to feel when they're at the ceremony? Because that's what they'll remember is how you made them feel that day. Absolutely. And I will say this not only for the ceremony and then leading into the reception, but especially at the ceremony, if we are starting the experience there, the experience really dictates how good of a time your guests have. Even though people think, oh no, it's the food, it's the DJ. Yes, that plays a part into it. But if you are creating an environment, if you're creating an experience, whether it's a themed experience or not, your decor should transport and translate. So it should either take your guests to a new place, a new time, a new location, a new era, whatever it is, a different place. It should transport them or it should translate. It should translate a part of your love story. It should bring them into your world as well. When you think about it like that, and you invite people in either to whatever story you've created for your design, people are more apt to have a good time. It's a reason why everybody gets loose on the dance floor when all the lights go out. So think about creating an amazing design so that people will be more apt to have a great time at your entire wedding. Definitely, yeah, I think that is such great advice and I love it from start to finish. Those are some really great tips for everyone who's thinking about their ceremony and planning how to make it really memorable and special. So awesome. And Terika, tell us more about you and your company. Absolutely. So I have been the chief wedding planner and designer of Cocktails in Details for 15 years. I own a wedding planning and design firm here in coastal Georgia. We're about an hour south of Savannah and an hour north of the Florida line. So there are three gorgeous islands here and the majority of our clients are destination wedding clients. So we've really had to perfect the long distance planning and design process. And I do weddings up and down the Eastern seaboard, including all the way down to Mexico. I am also an industry educator and um, speaker. So I know this industry inside and out, but I never think that I know everything, which is why I tune in to you guys. And I love getting your um, newsletters because I'm like, oh my gosh, they've got the starry night um, projector. I love it. I have to have it. They have the water. So yes, that you guys have, have hooked us up several times and we wanted to create a few under the sea events down here. So that is us. That is, that's what we do. We are a team of four planners and we've got a couple of designers on board as well as our assistants. And I absolutely love what I do. There is nothing, nothing like seeing your couple's love story translated into an actual event that is so them, but you know, you have your guests come in and like, oh my gosh, that looks just like her. Or I remember this. And that, that does wonders for me. And so to have a celebration and to be a part of it is just amazing. Definitely good. And how can everyone get in touch with you? You can find us at www.cocktailsdetails.com or you can follow us on Instagram at official cocktails details. Awesome. Well, Terika, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed all of your tips about ceremonies and decor. And um, I really appreciate you sharing all of your advice. Oh my gosh. No, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for being available to us because, you know, they are the wedding planner's best friend, guys. Trust oh. me. If the wedding planners <laughs> use them, then you are in good hands for sure. <laughs> you are the sweetest. Well, thank you, Terika, again. It was so great seeing you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed all of that great advice about ceremony decor. And don't forget, you can catch all of the podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time.